80th birthday Bonobo Way Love Train. Yes, indeed. It's our first ride on FDR since Max turned 80. 80. 80 years old. Can you imagine? And getting younger every day. What I've been through. (laughs) (laughs) Do you even remember what you've been through? I remember some of it. Some of it I'd like to forget. All right. But I'm not, uh, I'm okay with it all. Well, maybe you'll recollect some of it tonight that pertains to our lives, our loves, our needs, that you can share your fruit from the tree of knowledge. Okay, everybody get ready because this is 80 years of stories that are coming up oh about goodness. my fabulous life Better get on, comfortable. The, on the planet Earth. <laughs> okay, it That's all right. started <laughs> one night mm. when my mommy and daddy were doing something That's right. in the bedroom or maybe it was the kitchen counter or it could have been in the back of a little Fiat 500. I don't know how they did that, but... And suddenly... Or the back of the Vatican. Or the back of the Vatican, right. So suddenly, months later, I popped out. It doesn't sound so sudden. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, 15 minutes of fun, nine months of pain and out you came uh-huh pain for your mama pain for mama yeah and sometimes for your head when they're pulling you out (laughs) and a lot of pain for a lot of people because the bombs were dropping yep all over europe including right around italy yep so they had you born in the vatican hospital we were in the vatican hospital Right next to the Vatican, where they weren't bombing Rome and they weren't mm-hmm. bombing the Vatican. They respected the buildings. Right, they respected the buildings, and uh, and, and uh, yeah, that that's it. So that's where I was born, on a side building near the Vatican, where all the nuts nuns were. Oh, <laughs> the nutty nuns. The nutty nuns. And the flying nuns. And the flying nuns, and all the hookers. Nighttime, right. if you're in Rome and you need a hooker, you go to the Vatican. Mm, that's what the nuns do for pocket part, change. Part, part-time work. Right. <laughs> you know. Oh, the nunnery of it all. Happy B-Day, my sweet Max, Thank says you. Leanne. Oh, Leanne. I, I love Leanne. I know you love oh, Leanne. I loved her. I, I still do love her. I have to share your love with Leanne and Leanne so and many other women. And then I got a ring from uh, Amour. Amour. I'm going steady with Amour. Yes. Won't yes. you wear my ring Amour around your neck? does love you, but she calls you daddy. Uh-oh. And she calls me mommy. Uh-oh. It's her fantasy. Oh, it's just a fantasy. It's a fantasy. Right? She's really not our daughter. But I get ahead of myself and ourselves it is Max's birthday. It is also the ninth anniversary of the Bonobo Way, which was Max's birthday gift for 2014. So we're going to talk birthday fun. We're going to recollect our 
birthday party this past we're Wednesday. Gonna, we are going to talk and about your Oscar. whole life. My whole life. And we're going to talk bonobo love this and is great sex because it's naughty November. Did you know that? I know it was November. And it fits because you get spanked for your birthday. Birthday spankings, although I spanked Amor and Fanya for your birthday because you have to sit down. You're lucky you didn't get a spanking. Amor was here. Somehow she wasn't. didn't have a dress on or a pants. No, right. I thought she had nothing on from the waist down <laughs> no. because her teddy, which she was wearing, was a tiny little teddy with a thong, and it perfectly matched her skin tone. Right. So when I rolled myself in and turned the corner, I was right there. Face and to pussy. No, face to ass. Oh, to ass. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, what is this? I know she was wearing gigantic heels. Gigantic heels, so it was just a perfect fit. I didn't do anything. I turned the other way. You didn't do anything. No, 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 no. But what did she do to you? Oh. She gave you big hugs and kisses. Big hugs and kisses. And her ring to wear around your neck. Which I'm wearing tonight. And flashcards. Flashcards, right. She said, I want to spoon the... Well, it says fuck out of you. But I think it'd be funnier to say, I want to spoon the fork out of you. Or let's spoon and then fork. Or let's fork and then spoon. Uh Uh-huh. I think. Would be good. Make a meme. Or spoon the mint ice cream out of you. We celebrated Max's 80th birthday on a Wednesday, because it fell on a Wednesday, which is the hump of the week. So we humped, actually. Yeah, you, there was a, some, you and me. There was some, yeah, some humping. Senior sex, baby. Go bonobos. It keeps you young. And Max is now 80 years young and still having orgasms, still giving orgasms. In fact, I can attest that the orgasms he is giving, to me at least, I'm not sure about the ones he gives on more. And I Leanne. don't, I, no, I don't do that. <laughs> Well, they are better than ever. I'm just an old, foggy, flirty fucker. He has skills. I don't do nothing. (laughs) I only have one leg left. He has pretty good ones. Pretty good orgasms, that is. Thanks to the night nurse that visits you. Okay, so I have this night nurse that comes. I have I have a day nurse. She's okay. Right. She's a nice person. Hey, <laughs> I'm I, both. <laughs> then I have a, an afternoon nurse. She's a little a little fu- businesslike. A little yeah. businesslike, but somewhat forward. And then the I have evening a, nurse. Yeah, then I have the evening nurse. A little touchy feely. And then I have the night nurse. The night nurse comes in when everybody's kind of gone. Gets into bed with she you. She gets into bed with me and, and sometimes has sex. Yeah. Like on your birthday. Right. Also at yeah. the zoo. Yeah. Not in the zoo, but in the hotel near the zoo. <laughs> right. We were inspired not, by the bonobos. Not at the zoo. <laughs> no. And I was inspired this time because, of course, it's your birthday. And a lot of people, they want to have sex at the end of the birthday. But my lengthy time on earth has told me, you better have sex in the beginning. Because by the end... You might not be able to, for one reason or another. At the end of the night? Right. Too drunk, 
to falling out of bed tired with somebody else angry because of something yeah various things can happen in the course of a birthday yeah so start your birthday with sex sex that's my advice and then get mad yeah (laughs) no (laughs) no don't do that don't get mad no always always go to bed listen to me always go to bed peacefully and in love Absolutely and hugging, in love. Hugging things. Hugging is good. That's what the night nurse does with yeah. you. And it makes it makes me feel so much better when and the night nurse comes and hugs me and mm. and touches me in places yes. where no one Strokes else does. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. We love the night nurse. I am the night nurse, and we've been getting into the medical fetish since. We have a medical issue. <laughs> I don't know if that's a fetish or just, you know, kind of uh, right. the way things are. Anyway, so we started out with a sexy, orgasmic start to a big birthday because you never know how the rest of your day will go, especially when you're 80. You don't know if you're even going to make it through the whole birthday. You don't even know if you're going to make it through the sex. Well, when you're 80, you're like, you hope. But the more sex you you have, the more likely you'll make it through the next sex. Because it makes your muscles stronger, your your heart muscles. If you hardly ever have sex and then you do, that's when you have a heart attack. Mm. Mm. Or, by the way, another way to have a heart attack is if you usually have sex with one partner and then suddenly you have sex with someone new. Someone new. Someone new, like Leanne. The, the same night? No, you're used to one partner, and then oh, you have yeah, different yeah, yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. can give you a heart attack. Yeah, no, I, I have difficult time with that. Because I'm very, like, um, how is everything? Right. How's the skin? How's the smell? How's the smile? How's the eyes? How's... Uh, how's it's my uh, insurance policy. How's your thing? Is your reticence and paranoia about strange and then we set about our party which was a very nice little party but just enough people to be a party yeah because some of the people didn't show up and I have a special list of those people that didn't show up about half didn't I invited maybe twice as many as came right yep Mm. And I have a special list, just like Putin has lists and other dictators have lists. And one day the score will be uh, even Right. So we are going to talk about serious things tonight. Yes. Besides (laughs) great sex, we're going to talk about bad politics, like MAGA Mike Johnson and his craziness. Although it's kind of funny. If he weren't Speaker in the House, third in line to the presidency, it would be very funny. And we're going to talk about the latest horrific atrocities. And these are not at all funny. Really, seriously, folks, before I get into anything, I just want to say cease fire now. That's what we need in Gaza, in Palestine, in Israel, wherever you want to call the Holy Land. We need a ceasefire for everybody. Wherever you humans are killing each other. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's not only uh, in Gaza. 
It's also and in Ukraine. It's also in Ukraine. It's in, in African states, Africa. in mm. the Congo. And in American supermarkets. And, and American schools. supermarkets and schools and, and so Everywhere. forth and so on. So We brought the war home with our AR-15s. So cease fire now. We're also going to talk about the true warmongering meaning of Veterans Day. Did you know today is Veterans Day? If yes, you're listening there, there, live. Were, there were planes flying over uh. and they were all doing and making a lot of fucking noise and polluting the air. They might as well call it War Day. Yeah. Yeah. They call it Veterans Day, so that it's like, oh, yes, we are mourning the veterans. And believe me, I mourn all the dead of our wars, or any dead, really. And certainly the wars are a terrible way to die, whether you're in uniform or not. And more and more, the people that die in these so-called wars, which are often military maneuvers, they are civilians, that's the dead, and we should have a civilian death day, not just a Veterans Day. But Veterans Day became that because it used to be called Armistice Day. Back in the day, in the 50s, in the 40s, it was the day celebrating the end of World War I, the war to end all wars. And they decided it might not be a good idea to celebrate that because the wars had not ended, after all. Right. So they changed Armistice Day to Veterans Day because they wanted a holiday to honor the wars, not to celebrate the peace of Armistice Day, but to honor the warriors of Veterans Day. You know, I, I just, yeah, the warriors. I just feel so bad because so many people's children have been slaughtered in these wars and really not much I, I mean I was born during the war and I'm 80 years old and I'm still in the middle of fucking war okay? and one of the reasons I fell in love with you one of many reasons yes, Captain Max was my service is the fact that you turned away from your service right that you were in the army and you were a great shot, a sharpshooter in training. Expert rifleman. And you decided at one point that you were not going to study war no more. Yep, and people go, thank you for not going, Max. Yeah, I go that. Right. So I have great respect for draft dodgers everywhere. But it also tells you that you are the power of your life and you can, I hate to say this because some, there was a drug thing going on that said, just say no. How you going? <laughs> Absolutely. Make love, not war is our motto. It's also the motto of the Bonobo Apes. And today is the ninth anniversary of the Bonobo Way. Well, not today exactly. Actually, it was Wednesday because I gave it to Max on his birthday so that I remember when we published it. <laughs> Go Bonobos, brothers and sisters. Be Bonobo. Save the humans. Because the Bonobo way of peace through pleasure, female empowerment, male nurturing and sharing 
is the way to peace. Bonobos have never been seen killing each other in the wild or captivity. And when I say pleasure, I mean all kinds of pleasures, but that includes sex. They have a lot of sex. Now, humans have been seen killing people on television. Oh, my goddess. Live. TV is becoming one long snuff film. They won't show you sex, but they will show you all these people dying and being killed and bombs blasting. And you know that hundreds of people are dying in that bomb blast. And people are going, did you watch the war tonight? Yeah. The fuck did you watch the war? It's like war? a show. <laughs> a show. It's a show. That really started with the Gulf yeah. War one that you and I fell in love over. Yes. Was the war everybody loved. Bush Sr. did that one. And it was relatively easy because it was in and out. But he killed a lot of Iraqis. And people got used to watching the war on TV as if it was a TV show. Show. Which is really disgusting. One of the horrible legacies of that war. Because it made it all look like a video game. I remember you didn't see as much of the war in Vietnam. Not at all. No. But what you saw was devastating, was real, was really awful, and was what helped to end that war. Anyway, we're make love, not war kind of folks, and Max has always been against the war. You could say maybe since he's been born, any war, because he was born during a war, and it certainly was not something he was for. And so we had a party to celebrate his 80th year on Earth. And maybe the best thing was Anna's taquitos, right? Anna's taquitos were delicious. Fresh, yep, so good. It was delicious. Mm -hmm. and, and Dragon Steel's oh, giant blue cake. I couldn't find my hat. What, what as well Dragon's as the captain hat. The one with the flowers on top. We have two hats from Dragon Steel. One is gold, and it's gigantic. And, and it is from other, the Russian army. <laughs> yes, it says Captain. We, we will move forward. And the other is a Hawaiian-style green flower. It's a very cute fru-fru hat. Yeah, LGBTQ ho, ho, ho. hat. Yeah. Right. It's very nice. So very I love gay. It. Very gay, very and nice. And sweet. Thank you, Dragon yeah. Steel, for the gifts. And Dragon Steel always brings these pretty amazing gifts, like the, the two uh, the two stuffed uh, Max and Susie's. Yes, yes. So we're going to talk about the party, including Amor Hilton. She almost looked like she was in her birthday suit. Her pale pink thong teddy matched her pale pink skin so perfectly. Really. And she is a living Barbie doll anyway. And uh, definitely wins most adorable Susie Award every year. Best Hollywood Barbie. You know, one of the things about the party that I actually really liked was the crazy guy. Amor brought him. Right. And he kept taking his shirt off. Actually, he started with a nice suit. Purple. Purple. Beautiful. Gave us all sunglasses. Purple hat, everything. He had purple sunglasses. I gave him a microphone. Right. A little thing to dangle. 
kind of charming. He kept. He was very nice. He saying, was very nice. We're here for Max. Yeah, every time I tried to speak, he says, "We're here for Max." Yeah, that's true. He kept interrupting, <laughs> but he did, at a certain point, start undressing. Start unbuttoning yes. and then actually taking off his purple shirt. But he did not take off his tie. No, yeah. kept the tie on, and he was so covered with tattoos, you practically didn't look like he was naked it was just all right. tattoos right. then he was trying to kiss me though uh-oh yeah so i had to kind of step back right right say why are you kissing me well it's your birthday we're here for max <laughs> maybe he's french they kiss oh, yeah, always they kiss on the always. that's okay right or maybe he's gay that's Could okay be too any number of hey, things that, all of that's Bye. fine because he seemed to all really love as him long more. as he's not a fucking right-wing republican nut case yeah yeah the right-wing republican <laughs> nuts are really bad but as cut the pentagon reminds us a lot of democrats have done bad things including right now by supporting bb netanyahu's just horrific bombing and bombing and bombing there aren't, aren't words to describe uh, uh, you know a lot how of bad this is and the democrats are all supporting it including joe they're calling him Genocide Joe. And as Cut the Pentagon says, Clinton, who I was all for him having a little affair with his friend Monica, who actually was the one who made the first moves. Even though she was quite young, she made the first moves. She was over 21. I was not for his impeachment. But he did kill 500,000 Iraqi children after Iraq War One with his sanctions. So sanctions can be, I don't know if they're just as bad, but they're close. They're a war without bombs. They are really bad, they kill. So these sanctions are no good, unless you try to do them against Putin, in which case they just slap you in the face. By the way, you've heard the rumor that he's dead, right? Putin? Yeah. I have heard that rumor. Yeah, well, now there's this general who comes out and says he's dead. Really? Yeah, and the country is being run by this other guy. And by the that way... That looks I, just like him? That, no, no, no. Or another uh, guy... Totally different looking sort guy. Sort of like the Wizard of Oz yeah. behind the scenes. Right. And by the way, I there just, could be a Wizard of Oz behind the scenes of Putin anyway. I just received a message that somehow telephonically, photographically, we have received a poster of some of the party goers. Oh, we have a call from uh, we have a call from Bert. Can you hear me? Hi. I was thinking when you were talking about uh, sanctions, and I remember you said something a, sh a while ago in one of your shows that just jogged my memory about, you know, um, these sanctions and stuff like, um, you know, um, hurting these other countries. I've always thought I had this kind of fantasy about um, instead of these sanctions, like, you know, embargoing and, and um, preventing countries from getting food and whatever aid, I always felt if we did the exact opposite, 
it would it would have more of an effect. So like like whether whatever country we're mad at, if it's Iraq, if it's North Korea, whatever, if we just flew in and just bombed them with um like iPads or like you know like laptops and like food packages and little like like little press releases and literally just I mean imagine if you take because a lot of these countries we do the sanctions on they're impoverished anyway. And if you go in and you um and you just do food drops and you do like little tech drops like little radios, little um, computers, right. um, with a little press packet, that would go a long way towards getting the population on our side, which would put pressure on their politicians. Well, Anyways, you know that idea has been floated and even tried. And one problem is they, I think it was for Iraq War Two. They did drop some care packages, you could say, and they would be confused with these little bomblets, literally, that they also dropped. They dropped care packages and bomblets? Not necessarily at the same time. Okay, that would be bad. (laughs) They did drop them kind of in tandem. And and people got hit with mayo on their face and ketchup. And then there's that. And cereal. And it was awful. It was a big mess. Why drop it? Why not just send it in? Well, parachute. Like, well, I guess if, I mean, the only way to make sure that the people get it is if you... Yeah, like I mean, it would have to be like a gentle parachute, not not just dropping it. That would be bad. Um, and so, but oh, it was just you know ketchup. just a random thought. No, it's a good thought, and it has been thought before, which underlines its goodness. It's great to do that to bomb them with love. I don't like the word bomb so much, but I get the meaning. And it is very bonobo, and so we should do that. We, of course, would win much more of their care with our care packages than we win with our bombs. And it just goes to show that we really don't care about winning their approval, their vote, their support. We don't. Or else we would do exactly what you are saying. We are often at war in order to steal land, to steal oil, to do nefarious things. That's what our wars and our sanctions are all about. They're not really punishments for wrongdoing. They're punishments for not working with the U.S. and not bowing to our capitalist hegemony. Yeah, for me, I guess I, the thing that I really hate the most about sanctions is it just it hurts the people. It doesn't hurt the politicians at all. I mean, you know, and, and cut the Pentagon just had said, um, why not sanction to begin with? Why are we sanctioning Cuba for about six decades? And that's the weirdest thing. This whole U.S. Cuba thing is just because. I think Obama started to reverse the trend when he, he was did. leaving with Cuba. And then, of course, the Republicans, anything Obama did, they wanted to undo. You know, but Cuba is is a perfect example of um, a country we should be killing with kindness. I mean, you know, you talk about um, the potential. I mean, one, it's a it's a it's a gorgeous vacation spot. And if you just my open parents up Cuba, took their honeymoon there. 
my dad armed uh, the revolution. That's right, both sides. <laughs> both sides. <laughs> right. <laughs> my dad was a gunslinger. Now he was a, gu a gun salesman, and he sold uh, he sold uh, Batista. He sold them shitty rifles, and uh, and he. Uh, he sold Castro the <laughs> Castro, good rifles. The really good. But and by good. the way, let me tell you what these good rifles were. These were good rifles that were sent <laughs> to Germany for the German army. Right. Which my father and some of the generals and the premier, uh, forget his name, were involved in taking these weapons and selling them, <laughs> reselling them, <laughs> which is something that's going on right now. And, uh, and speaking of arms, I just want to have, I have two arms. I have one arm on the left one. The thing <laughs> is that right now, maybe you guys, I, I know you, we're, we're, we're very busy in our lives, but right now you and I are killing Muslim kids. Oh yeah. Those are our we're weapons. We're paying for it. No, no, those are our weapons. Right, and we're paying for it because we have right. to buy new weapons because right. they're destroying all these bombs and we have to buy new ones. And a third of these uh, military providers pay no taxes. And this is the crux of the matter when we answer Bert's question. Why don't we drop care packages instead of bombs? It's because dropping care packages doesn't make anybody any money. Dropping bombs makes our beloved military industrial congressional complex oogobs of money. That's a shame. We're in the grip of the weapons industry at home and abroad. And that's what keeps us from stopping the atrocities is this weapons industry that's in the pocket of every politician including genocide joe including netanyahu and some of them are all whipped up by their passions i guess netanyahu is trying to protect his narcissistic self and they have all their different little motivations but they're all motivated by money that they're paid by all these weapons makers that make more money as we kill more people. And, and, and attached to all of that, there's, there's the, the, the motor vehicle industry, you know, there's the canned food. You gotta have the canned food for the troops. So Heinz is involved. Everybody's in this fucking rebuilding yeah. all the oh, and then rebuilding, my God. Places like Halliburton and all of that so speaking of war and atrocity it is this weekend the 84th anniversary of Kristallnacht Kristallnacht the night of the broken glass November 9th to 10th 1938 that's right, and Israel's genocidal demolition of Gaza takes it to the next degree, really demolishing schools and hospitals and humanitarian water trucks, refugee camps, and all the people in them. So 
Kristallnacht should remind us never again, not just never again for Jews, but never again for humans, for humans, Humanity. our fellow humans, and certainly not innocent people, children, people in wheelchairs, who you have some sympathy with being in uh, one uh, yourself you know, right uh, now. Somebody. Can you imagine having Is to... To roll through Gaza right now? But I have a travel trip, that tip. Yes. If you want to get on board really quick and past all the crowds during this, you saw it, get a wheelchair. Okay? Oh, yeah. Then you roll up and you go to the wheelchair people and you go, I need a wheelchair. Leave you a wheelchair. And then a guy or a woman rushes you, making like beep, beep, beep noises through the people waiting to get on airplanes. And then they get you to the plane, and then of course the people that are checking you in say, oh, you'll be on first. <laughs> you'll be able to board first. So it was great, and that's about 20 bucks you have to pay the guy. But yeah. That's just a little travel trip. Little travel tip. Tip. <laughs> trip. Absolutely. I remember having to run Behind. to keep up with your wheelchair. It really coasts through the crowds there. Uh-huh. Well, you deserve some benefits if you're disabled. You're an elder. You're I'm 80 I, years old. I'm an elder. How's it feel to be 80, Captain? Y you Matt? know, it's very difficult to understand that I'm 80. Yeah, I'm uh, very difficult to understand that I'm 80. I don't feel like 80, I mean mentally, but I do feel it somewhat physically. You Ooh. know, you get things when you get to be 80 years old. Right. That you don't get, you know, when you're younger. Although, put you in a wheelchair. Yeah. Although young kids now, because of what they're eating, are getting some of the things that I got in midlife. Uh, yeah. They get cancer when they're born. Right. Brain cancer. I just read. All kinds of crazy things. Yeah, because it's all polluted. That's true. It's, it's, it's all it's all fraudulent. So it's sad. The ecocide that we're putting ourselves through since we are part of the earth and we are killing the earth. And that is not bonobo. Let me put in a word for bonobo love. That is sex. Well, that's one aspect of bonobo love. But... Sex is not something that is only limited to penis in vagina. You can have all kinds of sex, all kinds of eroticism. And eroticism is the essence of life. It keeps you young. So just because you're older or disabled or you've been ingesting too many of the hormones in the water doesn't mean your sex life is over. There's always ways to have sex. And procreational sex is not the best kind. Well, because, you know, there's so many resources and all these babies are coming about. And I already can't breathe. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, it's okay. It's okay. I don't want to kill any babies or anything like that. No, killing of babies. Netanyahu no, is doing yes, so much yeah. of that right now <clears throat> with his bombs. And everybody is telling him, you are ruining the already ruined reputation of the United States of America. And 
Judaism. And Judaism. Even though we all take pains, I take pains to say I am not a Zionist. I have never been a Zionist. I'm Jewish. I was born that way. To some degree, I identify that way, but I'm not religious. I like some of the rituals. I like to celebrate things. I can't wait till Hanukkah. We can celebrate hot wax Hanukkah. Fanya is supposed to come, and she's hot, even without the wax. But Zionism is very different from Judaism, and I am very proud to see so many Jews for Palestine, Jews for Gaza, anti-Zionist Jews like me, but with more time and energy to get out to the protests than me. It is heartening to see all the protests you know, except the anti-Semitic ones, which are a little scary. But I will say this, these anti-Semitic acts, which are on the rise, including the homicide of a guy in Ventura, I hold Bibi Netanyahu responsible for all this current rise in anti-Semitism. There's lots of anti-Semitism to go around, you know, Nick Fuentes' anti-Semitism doesn't come from Netanyahu, but a lot of the rise in it right now does. And ceasefire now for the sake of the Palestinians, for the sake of the Jews, for the sake of Israel, for the sake of the world, come on. It will not benefit Hamas. This makes me feel more than ever that Netanyahu is working with Hamas because you neutralize Hamas by offering to negotiate with them and then they don't know what to do because they're not equipped to negotiate with Israel, to even recognize Israel. So imagine how good you look to the rest of the world if you stop the bombing bring in the humanitarian aid and offer to negotiate with Hamas for peace like bonobos. Hamas will say no because that legitimatizes Israel. But you can make Hamas look like the bad guys because more bombing just proves Hamas's point. I hate to say it because they're not good guys. But they don't look that bad when you're bombing the crap out of hospitals come on it's really really obnoxious and I want to say once again Trump deserves quite a bit of the blame for this it's true he's not genocide Trump like genocide Joe he didn't spearhead a war but along with his son-in-law they created the Abraham Accords which totally ignored Palestine and really pissed off Hamas. Maybe they would have been pissed off enough to do this anyway. I'm probably sure that they would have. But they said it was the Abraham Accords. I was not in accord with the Abraham Accords. So, moving right along. What are we going to move to? Well, I mean... Uh, Magamite. Johnson. Oh, Johnson, by the way, made it very clear. <laughs> and Johnson. Uh, all of you guys, whatever you hear, <clears throat> all the bullshit and all the, everything else, he made it very clear that the purpose of the future is to turn this country into a religious 
Christian state. Oh, he does make it very clear. Very clear. He is a Christian Republican. Yeah, I mean, he is a Christian maggot. And he's wide open about it. And he doesn't believe in evolution. He, in fact, (laughs) believes that evolution is to blame for school shootings. Yes. That's right. He thinks that if you learn the truth, which is that we have evolved from what he calls slime, which are single-cell creatures, I guess, bacteria, that then develops into all kinds of wonderful things. It really is kind of miraculous, but it takes a long, long time. Millions of years, not 6,000 years, like the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, he thinks if you believe that, you don't value life, and you are going to shoot up your school. I would worry about his kids, Maga Mike Johnson. I would also worry about them, seriously, because he and his 17-year-old son have monitored each other's porn. They're probably still doing it. Maga Mike Johnson and his Johnson and his 17-year-old son in just a moment but I gotta figure out what who's this smiley red herring y'all told me to bring my guitar Johan tonight but I didn't sorry oh, no, I, think, Maria, I think Max invited and Maria but the Maria doesn't but calling guitar. herself smiley red herring well they changed the names all the time these names are so strange they all have different personalities on Colin yeah I'm just Dr. Susie. That's about it. Oh, and I'm also Dr. Susan Block. Yeah, I have many more names. Okay, than so that. Maria is up to bat. I think it's Maria. There she is. There she is. Hello, Maria. Maria. Hi. Before it was Smiley Red Herring, it was Snickle Fitz Von Fitty Britches. Ooh. Von Fitty Britches? I like sounds that. Sounds like a Harry Potter character. Mm. So, I, I've, I've considered legally changing my name to that just to see how many people can keep a straight face when they say it. And yet, Maria, so traditional, so beautiful. Yeah, and I gave my guitar a very serious name, which is Johan. Johan, I see that's the name of your guitar. Hi, Johan. Is Johan there? No, I was told to bring it tonight because I'm very misbehaved. You're misbehaving tonight. Oh. Well, it is naughty November, Maria. Tell us about that. Do you deserve a spanking? Because it's Max's birthday and we're giving spankings in his honor. Not in my name. In your honor. Oh, in my honor. Okay. In your name. (laughs) But not on your ass. Because your ass is in the wheelchair. So what did you do that was misbehaving? I didn't bring my guitar tonight when I was told to. Oh, that's Uh. misbehaving. Okay. Well, I didn't tell you to. Maybe Max did earlier. I I, I asked her if she would because I would like to hear her play this very interesting guitar that she told me about uh, last week. 
right? But it, the guitar was someplace, and she was some, and you know, it was an LA story. How do I get well, this you're guitar? here now, yeah, without the guitar. That's okay, and I mean, that's we're okay. welcoming you to Max's birthday celebration. He's 80 years old. Ooh, can I sing Max's birthday song? Absolutely, Mammy. absolutely. Let me just acapella get, get my joint and my. We are all okay, ears. We're ready. Hey, brace yourself. Brace yourself. I'm braced. I'm in my wheelchair. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You sound beautiful. No wonder you have a guitar named Johan. Mm. But you sound good all by yourself. So, Maria, do you write poetry at all? Yeah, but when I do, I give it away to people. I don't keep it good. to myself. Good. You can give it to us because we're good. starting a poetry a- site. Poet po- Avenue? Poet Avenue. We'd love to hear your poem. We'd love for you to sing your poem or say your poem or a combination. It's an auditory poetry uh, yes, site that site. is in development at the moment. That's correct, but, but uh, we we're, are we're moving, developing. moving right ahead. So anyway, I want you, I want your poetry, Maria. Maria. And what do you want from us, Maria? Do you yeah. have a question, or did you want to just join the celebration? Oh, is this a, is this a quid pro quo? No. No, it, I, the last poem I wrote was actually titled, What Do You Do When the Poet is Late? Ah, late. It's more of that misbehaving. And it does sound like you might need a spanking. What do you think of kinky stuff? Are you into that or no? It, de- it really depends. Do you enjoy extracurricular erotic activities with someone special? I don't know. It depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes I want to get down to business time. Like spanking? Uh, I can handle some spanky time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Spanky, spanky. It's spanky. It's my preference to do the spanky. Oh, do the spanky. Ah. I see. Okay, Mm. cool. Uh, Well, yes, that's good. So do you have a character or are you just yourself? Do you play like the teacher or a drill sergeant? We all know that I run around with different aliases comfortably. Right. So. So. Smiley red herring Maria. And Snicklefitz von Fittybritches. So I think that answers your question. And Snicklefitz von Fittybritches. I got that, right? That's a poem in and of itself, right there. Yeah. Each of your names is a poem. You could put them all together and have a whole haiku. I got drawn in, actually, from your your Gaza conversation. Oh, okay. But I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with you. Well, we're having fun. 
We did already give some birthday spankings to some guests at Max's party to beautiful ladies with lovely butts, Amor and Fanya. So we've sort of taken care of that, including giving 80 spanks to Fanya. She's a trooper. She oh, really yeah, took yeah. it for the captain. Wow. 80 spanks, in the middle of which he would go off and talk about those decades of his life. Ooh, so wait. you, you don't remember because you I were having a few that. drinks. Yeah. I was a little stoned. Yeah, I mean a little bit. You'd say that was a good year. Yeah, great. We had some fun, but we are a fun-loving group, but it's hard to have fun when Gaza is being pulverized like this. Mm. It's hard to have fun when any war is touching us like this. I mean, I must admit when Ukraine started, now I'm kind of used to it, which is awful in and of itself, being used to Ukraine getting and war being polarized and war, war being normalized because yeah people think it's normal to have war so right now gaza has topped that which is saying something since we've already gotten so numbed by russia ukraine and by iraq and by afghanistan and the houthis with saudi arabia africa so many but Somehow, Netanyahu, in his evil ignorance, has topped that and really hit us hard in the heart. Yeah, I think I think Netanyahu has easily become one of the most monstrous figures from a global perspective. But I wanted to ask you all, I wanted to ask you all, and this is a very, very sincere question and heartfelt, what, what do you all do in a situation where you're confronted with somebody that only cites sources that are very singular and are singular-minded sources that don't have valid resources themselves. Are you talking about this conflict? I guess they call it a conflict. Yes. Or you could say yes. really an occupation yes. that has turned into a genocide and everybody has their point of view and the mainstream media is owned by large corporations who are in bed so to speak with the weapons manufacturers and the weapons manufacturers are really directing a lot of these wars as we've been saying and they really direct the American politicians who make the decisions as to where the money goes And the money is going into weapons. The money is going to, it's so ridiculous, to destroying those weapons and killing people while doing that. And then we have to order more. And the money flows that way. It is a deadly, toxic capitalism that we're in right now. Just the worst stage, the dying Members of the capitalocene is that it is a military capitalism. And that's why it's very hard to cite sources that are mainstream. So mainstream 
it's it's kind of ridiculous. Mainstream, main politicians, Democrat and Republican, support Israel. The people, so many people. I am just floored. I go through feeling just almost orgasmic at seeing these crowds. Communal ecstasy, just seeing yeah. these crowds of people out for Palestine and being Jewish, a little bit of fear when I see a little anti-Semitism. And there isn't very much that I can see. There's mostly a lot of love and concern out there in these huge crowds of humanity. We're exterminating Pushed people. together to protect a small group of people that could be any of us. That are terrified of you. And that, that are sitting there. You. And and this small group, well, this small group of people, I was thinking of Palestine. But yes, a small group of people Overall. is what is owning us, as George Carlin would say, our owners. Our owners, right. Have become weapons manufacturers, yeah. virtually. And their politicians that are in their pockets on the Democratic and Republican side. And even the so-called independents, although I kind of like Marianne Williamson. She's my girl these days. But speaking of my girl, hey, Maria, I've been talking to Blue Streak. What do you think? No, I, I'm, I'm entirely with everything you just said. I maybe should have been a little bit more specific with my question. Because I'm right with you. Mainstream media simply cannot be trusted. And you have to explain why. And that's, that's why you get across the Because they constantly get proven to be biased because they are owned by six different companies and they are not permitted right. to follow anything other than the corporate party line is why I say that about mainstream media. Uh, that's why Tucker Carlson got fired. Uh, yeah. And that's why people get fired from mainstream media is because they divert from the corporate party line. And I do not agree with Tucker Carlson about most things, but I do think you're right. I do think he was fired because he didn't tow the party line somehow. Whether you're on the right or the left, censorship is with us. You can call it canceling. I think of canceling as something more from the people. But when it comes down from the corporation, from social media or from mainstream media, from social media owners, that is, not just people calling you names. That's the people. But when it comes down from the owners, you know it's tied up with a lot of weapons money. Because big money is always tied up with weapons there these are, days. There are only few people in this world that own us. Yeah. I mean, you can count probably on ten fingers that own most of the wealth. And you in met the world. one of the owners when you were a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You met John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller, who, who basically went on television and said, "Fuck you all. The world is my country." <laughs> and. I'm not totally against that. This whole country thing is what drives wars, too. The top people, the elite people, the world is their country, too. Elon Musk, he's from South Africa. Even Netanyahu was educated in the United States. They're very international, these people. But 
the countries are in place so that you will root for your country, kind of like a football team. Oh, yeah, or your religion, or your football team. Your or, football team. You know, it's like you get an injection of we gotta win. nonsense into your head. Total nonsense. So let me ask you, Maria, this person that talks like this, is this someone close to you? Is this a friend or a relative? Well, I have those too. It doesn't um. matter. It's just, I cite my sources being... You know, Glenn Greenwald, Useful Idiot, Matt Taibbi, typically, uh, Katie Halper, uh, Redacted News. Uh, these are tip my typical sources because they host debates, not one-sided parallels. I agree, they do, know? and they are outside the mainstream. However, I would say again that I don't agree with a lot of what they say. I would suggest you listen and watch Abby Martin and her brother Robbie Martin on Media Roots Radio or The Empire Files with Mike Prisoner. I, I've watched every documentary that Abby Martin has done. Oh, wow. In fact, she, she just released... Great. She just released a brand new one tonight, uh, Gaza yeah. wow. Fights Back. Oh, my God, i got to see that. It, it just got done premiering before I joined Whoa, you. I got to see that. Gaza fights back. Whoa. Oh, yeah. I do my be- absolute best to be as cosmopolitan as I can. But when somebody sells, tells me I need to watch a video of Prager you. Oh God, Prager you! How do you, how do you deal with it when somebody lives and dies by whatever Prager you says? How how do you have a debate with? Well, I think that our new Speaker of the House is kind of like that. He's very similar, uh, Maggot Mike Johnson. I call him. And a lot of people call him that. He is very Christian. Now, Tucker Carlson's pretty Christian, too. It's not against Christians. I just think we should have a separation of church and state in this country. And hopefully we will be able to maintain that. But, I mean, who are they talking about? Most people don't go to church anymore. They don't. Most people. Exactly. You know, what do I care? Let them fucking die. (laughs) Now, okay, there's a little bit of a weird thing going on here. And I don't usually use the word weird in respect to sex lightly. But I want you to listen to this, Marie. I don't know if you know about this. But Mike Johnson and his then 17-year-old son monitored each other's porn. You heard me. These are Christians. They monitored each other's porn use through... A thing called Covenant Eyes. And if you think that sounds kind of handmaid's tailish, as in under his eye. Your father is well, masturbating. It is. It's accountability software. Right. It basically tells you your father is masturbating. And we're going to give you a blurred picture. Your wife is fucking someone else. All kinds of stuff. It tells you. 
I, this is father and son. I mean, okay, I believe in closeness. Hey. And I'm all for having that talk about sex. I am a sex educator, but I don't think that it's good for father and son, especially from a Christian background, to be monitoring each other's porn, or let's say at all. I don't think it's a good thing. But he thinks it's great, and he's our Speaker of the House. And how many times a day do you watch porn? Well, I guess you know that if your father... What does the data show? Like 23 alerts? And see, that's the thing. Is I could say we don't know, but (laughs) I would say we will probably find out. Because much as this accountability software is supposed to only be visible to your accountability partner, (laughs) it is probably hackable. And not only that, but the company itself, Covenant Eyes, can see what your porn use uh, is. Yeah. You become the porn. They get the eyes. They'll they can see. They'll be in your see. bathroom. Right. Yeah. Very creepy. Yeah. So he's the Speaker of the House. Isn't that all outlined very clearly in the digital version of Gideon's Bible? Isn't isn't there a how-to and should-do version of that in the digital version? I guess there is now how to be accountable to someone. You can be accountable to your son, your daughter. for what? For your porn use. Accountable? Accountable. That's what it is. It's called accountability software. So maybe it's in the Gideon Digital Bible is what Maria is suggesting. And I must say, I've read the Bible, but not that particular edition. So Uh, perhaps uh, it does have uh, something about this. You know, it certainly could because they are revising everything. There's artificial ignorance galore out there. And next thing you know, there will be an accountability Bible that you can use if you are not sure whether you like porn better than the Psalms. These people believe in something they've never seen above. They've been praying. They've been doing all of these things. It doesn't change anything. Now, we don't know if Maria is religious. Maybe she oh, is. I, that's okay. I love her anyway. I are mean, you religious, Maria? You of religious? course. We like religious people. We yeah. just aren't religious. Unless you're trying to burn down my church. Right. We <laughs> hope we that you won't checked. do that. Rocky Mac fell back in his room only to find the digital version of Gideon's Bible <laughs> which right. only contains the Beatles self-monitoring for you and your 11 year old younger adopted son now see that's the Bible from the hotel porn on the oh way. the Bible from the hotel Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it would have a sex part because when you're in a hotel, that's when you're thinking about sex a lot for some people. Well, a lot of people read that. Yeah, Yeah, and people are doing like illicit sex. They took them out because everybody's reading this and masturbating and having sex. We can't have that. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, no. sorry. What's wrong with you people? That's Max. He masturbates to the Bible. Then he throws the pages out the window (laughs) because they're wet. Yeah. You, you use the pages of the Gideon's Bible to roll your joints. Everybody knows oh, this. Oh, yeah. Well, it's wet or fire. I no. wasn't smoking in those years. All I know is that there was 
if you looked in there, you could hear about some sex going on. You know. Well, there is a lot of sex in the Bible, but there's a lot more war. Actually, a lot of war. A lot of killing. A lot of killing. A lot of humans killing humans. Really depressing. Because, you know, we all live in the company store now. No matter where you go in the fucking world, McDonald's. And God (laughs) blesses war. God blesses wars against so called enemies. In the Old Testament and in the New Testament, God allows his only son to be killed in a horrible torturous way. Did I have a way. video of that? Can I get the rights to that video? I think Mel Gibson does. Oh, Mel Gibson's got that. Okay. Hmm. Mel, give me a call. i got an idea. It's all very interesting how this Bible does encourage war and has mixed feelings about Mayhem. sex. Sex, you know, there's the Song of Songs, which is beautiful, a beautiful poem, I might add very sex positive although it does have some suffering in it and there is something to the idea that suffering is a part of sex you long for your love and you might disagree and feel very crestfallen and then you come together again there is a certain level of suffering to sex yeah eroticism But the suffering of war is unnatural, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. The suffering of war is for the war machine. And the war machine started a long time ago. Not at the beginning of humanity, certainly not with the slime that mm, Mr. Johnson is so afraid of, that slime. (laughs) Slime. Well, you're afraid you come from slime, baby. That slime that you're playing with. The covenant eyes can see the slime is up and down your shaft. We got a picture of that slime. And we're showing it to your son. Blurred, of course. Oh, yes. <laughs> was he alerted? Blurred. Was he alerted? I think they are alerted. Oh, okay. that, oh well, you got hard. caught. Getting wood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but it is just... The kinkiest in a bad way kind of thing. You know, and I'm for all kinds of kink, (laughs) brothers and sisters, but don't be doing this stuff with your family. Shaming your family. Bad enough we shame each other. That's like masturbating with your family. It is. (laughs) Except except there's shame attached. It's not just masturbating with your family. That's bad enough. I don't agree with that. And by the way, that is one way we're different from bonobos. They do it with the family. Yeah, I mean, that's okay. In our culture, we, it wouldn't be good because it's not I human can, culture. I can hardly get away around in a wheelchair. But the shaming. <laughs> well, then there's that. Yeah. Anyway, shaming, yes. Shaming. shaming. People love to shame other people. It's fun. Yeah, you know, it's kind of awful. It's kind of terrible. I mean... It should be reserved for war criminals like Netanyahu. Yeah. And at this point, Biden, he's a war criminal, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all... He's supporting this. By the way, any time Americans could say, "Uh uh-uh, no more bombs for you. That's it. And what do they got? What do you mean you don't agree with a ceasefire? Watch this. They're going to shoot their little pistol? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. they're going to have a ceasefire. It is America, and I fully blame Netanyahu, believe me. And I fully blame the Zionist Israel. I know there's a lot of different types of Israelis there, and I don't blame every single Zionist. I have a good friend that's a Zionist who lives in Israel, who lives near Lebanon, and I'm very worried for her because we grew up together. I was never a Zionist. She was. And then she left and lived in Israel, and now she's there waiting for the bombs. And she wouldn't want to be any other place, she says. Well, okay, you know. I wouldn't want to live in a bad neighborhood either. I wouldn't either. I'd like to move. Right, especially a bad neighborhood that your president, your prime minister is creating. Right, right. Your leader is creating it. It's not just a bad neighborhood. It's your leader's bad neighborhood, and you're in it. I, w- I would not call myself religious. I would call myself ecumenical because I truly do go out of my way to appreciate and seek out the beauty in all face. But, you know, it's it's hard to talk to people in this situation of different face without just reminding them of the simple thing, you know, thou shalt not kill. Why is that not no, universal? That's true. David why, came down why, with a fucking why, rock. Why can't you that's the best commandment. You know, yeah. Climb down. Hey, look at this. Yeah. Why? Stop, stop killing yes. people. You know you're killing people. So just stop. Please. Please Absolutely. stop. It's a good question. It's just never answered because Listen, it's war this is what war is all about little lady is what they yeah. say i mean i don't care what religion you are what color you are where you come from just don't push it on me and tell me that i can't have my happiness in my life the way i want to religion wise yeah religion right yeah Although thou shalt not kill is a good commandment. Well, yeah, well of course it is. Got to get behind yeah. that. And the Christians, from what I can see, in fact, forget the Christians, the Jews, the, the Muslims, everybody is into killing each other. And thou shalt not steal is not and, bad and, either. No, no, and the religious How about thou shalt not steal? Don't worry, thou shalt not steal. That's a good one that Netanyahu should yeah. pay attention to. Yeah. There's a few of them. And religious police that tell you how to dress. Oh, well, we don't like those. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Walmarts? <laughs> All these priests wear dresses. Yeah. Oh, the priests do, yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so do the imams, for that matter. They all wear dresses. Clothing is just so crazy that they get so strict about it. By the way, check out our Vice piece. It's got almost... 260,000 views if you want to see a lot of religious folks who are freaked out by sexual exploration, by sex education, by phone sex therapy, talking about sex over the phone. Phone sex therapy is the name of the game. And maybe they masturbate. Hey, another thing George Carlin said is if God had intended us not to masturbate, he would have made our arms shorter. So, in addition to thou shalt not kill, kill thou shalt, you know, touch yourself every once steal, in a while. you know. 
I mean, really co- cool yourself out. Yeah. How did T Rex jerk off? T Rex. That's why he was so angry. What what happened with T Rex? Because he couldn't get himself off. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you know, you can always rub against a rock. Look at dogs. That's what they do. They don't they actually use their day. paws so much. They oh, they use their tongue. They usually can lick it from the back or something like that. But four-legged creatures manage. I mean, everybody manages. But the fact that our hands reach right in there, it's just so convenient. You know. It just seems like nature put it there to make us do it a little more. So where do I find this Vice video you <laughs> Okay, speak so of? Abe is going to put the link to the Vice video in the chat. And it's it's pretty wild. Our stuff is wilder in a way, but for me it's a little sanctimonious. It thinks it's sex positive, but it, it takes an attitude about my work and is very suspicious and sanctimonious. And then the comments, a lot of Christian crusaders. Well, But it's worth a, a watch, and you'll see me, and you'll see Max, and you'll see a lot of the people that come on and off this show, and Amor is there. Amor, who was at Max's I, I do have birthday. A, I do have a picture up there. They want to go to the link to see the party goers. And then you can see the party goers. Can we do that? So that's my little party. Okay. Okay. All the other people I have on my shit list, and uh, they'll make it up in some way. <laughs> And uh, these are all people that have been in my fucking life, except for that guy. that I knew with the tie, but he was kind of funny. Uh, and he came with Amour. He almost got into his birthday suit. You look hot. You all are making me freakish je- freakishly oh, jealous right now. Well, it's uh, Max's 80th birthday. You should celebrate. And we are ethical hedonists. We make like bonobos. Make love, not war. Do you know what bonobos are, Maria? I did my part. Yes, they're monkey Yeah, kind of close. Not monkeys. Monkeys have tails. But bonobos are apes. They're our closest cousins, if you believe in the slime. <laughs> and they are very interesting. We just visited them in the zoo. We had a bonobo peace summit because they're very peaceful. And we wanted to get some energy from the bonobos. And we some made bonobo inspiration. We did. We made t-shirts that say, Be Bonobo, because we wish people would be more bonobo. And yeah, it's true. They can't make beautiful, big uh, houses and churches and hospitals like we can, but they also can't make bombs. And they also have figured out how to make peace. And it has a little something to do with sex. As well as female empowerment. Okay, well, Madam Sex Therapist, what color is a bonobo's ass? Very pink. See? See? That's very enticing. Oh, no. Well, I'm not trying to get you to have sex with a bonobo, Maria. But I do hope we continue this conversation. We got to go. But it could be something that inspires your masturbatory habits or perhaps sex with someone you love or maybe great art. If we're talking strictly about evolutionary biomorphism, you know, pink is a very attractive color for an ass. And the bonobos stay pink pretty much all year round. 
unlike other apes. Yeah. They're like humans in that you can't see their estrus. The male can't tell when the female is fertile. In fact, the females can't even tell when they're fertile all the time. The male so has to pull down his pants. The females are always ready for sex, and the males has are to happy. Pull down his pr- and then is he happy? The males are very happy. Well, the males, but I mean, the this, males stay friend, younger longer in bonobo society. The, the guy that's got to go in there is he happy? Does he want to do this? Yeah, he's not? happy. Oh, okay. Except yeah. it's not all about penis and vagina. No, no, no. I know, but if you're the penis, you have to kind of agree. Yeah. <laughs> to do I want no? Right. Yes. Well, there would be agreement. Right. There yes. would be agreement. Okay. Right. Then they are definitely in tune with their genitalia. <laughs> they are not at odds as humans are. We, thanks to religion, thanks to capitalism, thanks to our wonderful technological society, which I'm not totally against. I don't want to be in the dark. But thanks to all of that, we are very much at odds with ourselves. Our brains are at odds with our gonads as well as with our hearts. And in this show, we try to balance it out. The brain, the genitalia, if you prefer to go mad. The spirit, the soul. And the heart, which is like the soul. Yeah. There's the three things, really. The intellect, figuring things out, trying to understand what is going on. Why is this going on? And then the genitalia, because we like to be turned on, because we like to feel pleasure, because we should feel pleasure, because that's what god the goddess or nature put that pleasure stuff there so that we would do that between our legs and in other parts of our body so that we would do that it's not like put your thing in your nose well your nose could feel pleasure my ears certainly feel pleasure not so much my nose nose. but my ears i love to have my ears rubbed Mm, yeah baby and my feet, oh, yeah, different parts feel good. But I, no, I see a lot of people like to pick their nose. Yeah, well, yeah. that's kind of gross. So, well, it's a pleasure center. It Sort of. <laughs> it's where you snort coke. Well, okay. <laughs> no, we were just, not going to no. go in that direction, and no, we got to wind it up. Just but it's okay. funny. That's I'm right. laughing. Right. It's my birthday. It is your birthday. Right. So what would you like to say? Uh, just thank you for uh, hanging out. I look at all these people here. Very nice. Yeah. I'm very stoned, but you guys, I love you guys. Whoever you are, whatever your name is. This is your 80th birthday show. This is my 80th birthday. Goodbye, Fahim. Your 80th birthday week. Bye, Leanne. Uh, And we had such a good time giving 80 spankings and drinking and talking and... Well, I didn't give 80 spankings. I had a good time. Oh, you did. You were smiling and laughing during it. Well, I saw yeah, the video. That's because I'm 80 years old. Right. But then sometimes you looked cowering. What the fuck am I doing? There was yeah. 80 spanks, so there was a lot of time to go through many different feelings. And you can listen 24 hours a day at FDR... Radio and help us stop censorship. I am banned on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Spotify by lefty liberals who I thought had my back for talking. For what can we? And here I get along with Maria. She sounds much more right wing than me. I'm lefty, but my lefty liberal friends are banning me. They can't take my open mouth. Right. 
Right. You yap too much. I yap too much, and I'm too sex positive. Not my kind of liberals. These are Silicon Valley liberals, by the way. And we are taking Silicon Valley liberals in the form of Zuck, the cuck. That's Mark Zuckerberg, the cuckold. The cuckold to power is what I want to say. Not to his wife, although it probably is that too. But to power, to, to the stand, military, to, to stand up to power, so money. He, he's going to arbitration with us. So we are taking him to arbitration, and brothers and sisters, and Meta, Meta, Facebook and Instagram. Then we'll go after YouTube, but for now, Facebook and Instagram. We're coming to get you. We're coming to get you. <laughs> Meantime, <laughs> celebrate the Bonobo Way. Get a copy today. Make kink, not war. Bonobos are the kinkiest apes on earth. And they are the most loving. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love. I love the birthday boy. Mm. Captain Max. Make love to someone you love tonight, whether it's your birthday boy or girl or whoever you might be with, or just yourself. Even if that someone is you, I love you. I love you too. Oh, darling, till next week. Happy birthday! Captain Max. Need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.